Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to episode 84 of the Women's Running Podcast. In this episode, Holly and I are talking all sorts of rubbish and we start off discussing coffee, standard, disappointments at yoga and other random stuff until we eventually get into running. Mine is going well. The hip niggle appears to have subsided and Holly has actually jeffed and jeffed brilliantly. Thank you very much. Both of us are running to feel Neither of us feel like doing hill sprints, so we're jolly well not doing them. But gloriously, we are enjoying running at so much more than we have done recently. I'm hoping this is the beginning of me trying to stop thinking about times and to instead enjoy the journey a bit more. That's the ambition in any case. We also talk about getting annoyed at runners who carry on running after the race has finished, which tickles me properly. And also Holly's disgust at anyone wearing a Cheltenham Harriers singlet, including her cousin. We have a bit of a chat about periods and hormones because I've had a hormone test to see what's going on with my ovaries. And the quick answer is not much. So we chat all things sluggish ovaries. More on that in the next episode when I'm talking to a doctor from Forth about what all my blood tests mean for my running and my health. Then just a few more things. Firstly, in case you've not noticed, we've launched ourselves onto Patreon as we need your help to keep going. Please support us at patreon.com forward slash women's running with whatever you can and you'll get some lovely patron only perks. And some of you have already started supporting us, which is just lovely. So apologies for pronunciation, but a big shout out to Ulrika Schlesiger, Kim Rackon and Katie Fraser. Thank you. Over on our Instagram page, we've launched Run for Ukraine because we want to do whatever we can to support people who need it most right now. 
It's really simple to get involved. Just run or walk 4K, donate £4 to the Red Cross and encourage four friends to do the same thing. Tag us, use the hashtag RunForUkraine and raise some cash. Please help. This episode is sponsored by Precision Fuel and Hydration. We recently welcomed sports scientist Abby Coleman onto the show as we discussed the importance of personalising your carb, fluid and sodium intake for training and racing. I'd previously taken a precision fuel and hydration sweat test with Abby to help understand how much sodium I lose in my sweat, which can vary tenfold from one athlete to the next. For example, Abby loses more than 1,000 milligrams of sodium per litre of sweat, whereas I'm an average salty sweater and lose 676 milligrams, so we have very different needs when it comes to hydration for running. This emphasises the fact that a one-size-fits-all approach simply doesn't work. That's why Precision Fuel and Hydration help runners refine their own individual hydration and fueling strategies for whatever you're training for. Head to precisionfuelandhydration.com to use their free online sweat test and quick carb calculator to understand your individual needs and then book a free one-to-one video consultation with Abby or one of the team to refine your strategy for your next race. As a listener of the show, you can get 15% off your first order of electrolytes and fuel by using the code WR15 at the checkout at precisionfuelandhydration.com. Lucky you. We have. I'm just sucking down the last bit of coffee. I've just been sent some coffee, actually, Ooh. and I was like, oh, thank God for that, because I've just run out. Um, We've run out as well, actually, which, as you know, for me, is not an issue at all. But for no, Doug, it means he ceases to exist. <laughs> I totally <laughs> cease to exist. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And I was oh, but- t- Oh, sorry, yeah, you go. go on. I was going to yeah. say, tell me about, oh, I was completely segueing. No, because that. I was going to say, while we're talking about morning activities, such as drinking coffee, yes. tell me about yoga this morning. I, and was it great? Oh, well, I'm going to have to disappoint you because I turned up and it wasn't going on. What? I know. Why? I don't know. I don't know. I haven't texted her to find out. Um, I think... My big issue here is um, my shyness. Um, I was told some time ago that there was a WhatsApp group and I haven't pushed to be on it. Oh. Um, and so I've left it be because I'm a late entrant into this particular class. So I assume everyone else was, was WhatsApped to say whatever issue what was has, going uh, on. Has, has been oh, Esther, that makes me sad for you that you're not in the WhatsApp group. I, I'm not in the WhatsApp group and I was sad and, um, I mean, I tried to make the best of it because I because I had to walk all the way down a big hill to mm. go to it, and then all the way back up again. So my steps are really nice and toppy. I'm on thirteen thousand, so that's oh my god, yeah, I know, yeah. You can so. relax now, sit on your ass for the rest of the day, <laughs> precisely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I was a bit guided, but um, oh yeah, but it's oh, can I tell you my um my my amazing news? Yeah, I didn't know you had amazing news. I've got amazing news. I've got amazing news. I went to the dentist yesterday. Mm -hmm. That's not the amazing news. That's one of the worst bits of news ever. I hate going (laughs) to the dentist. Um, But I I haven't told the dentist what I do. But she totally fangirled me. 
<gasps> Did you get all the all the praise and reassurance for your teeth? Not quite oh, no. that. Oh my gosh! In in life, she fangled you in life. life. In, uh, <gasps> yeah, I thought you just meant she, you didn't tell her what your polish and shine routine was. No, like whoa, look at those teeth! I'm blind. I'm blinded by them. No, it was it nothing. Was a, it was. It was about it, running and yes. a, oh my god, that's so cool! She just said that one of her friends uh, just turned up to her house uh, with a copy of Women's Running, um, and she was just and, and it was really sweet because I mean she is um, you know, obviously I'm enthralled to dentists and I uh, think they're amazing and stuff and 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 it, when I'm in the in the face of any kind of medical practitioner, I I'm always very subservient and and tug my forelock if I knew what that was and um <laughs> and she was she just um yeah she just sort of said oh you know um and and, and I, I saw this magazine and I saw that you were in it and I couldn't say anything obviously because you're a patient um <gasps> yeah of course <laughs> confidentiality yeah oh so, I'm so itching that's just reminded me like again confidentiality but Doug's parents are dentists Oh, and they? they are, and they once treated somebody who was on the X Factor. <gasps> I don't, I, I might, they might even be cross at me for saying that. I don't know whether oh. I can say that. But when I when I was younger, I just thought it was the coolest thing. But I'd completely forgotten about that. That's so true. She mm. can't go. Oh, look, that's Esther Neiman. Yeah. She, I had to get her a couple of crowns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just has to <laughs> nod quietly. Oh, that's so cool, though. Yeah, I know. It's really sweet. It's so. Um, when you speak to Doug's parents, do you like yeah. put your hand over your mouth? Not that saying that you've got horrible, you've got lovely teeth. I haven't. I, I, it you makes know, me feel dreadful when I'm in the face of a dentist. A like, dentist. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if anything, I think they probably get slightly irritated because they're retired, and uh, I, I've been tempted a few times to go. Do you mind just having a quick look? Because uh, I can't. I, so I used to go to Doug's parents as my dentists because they were the dentists in our small mm. Welsh town, or at least you know they were the only dentists worth worth talking about. <laughs> of course, um, <laughs> and um, definitely before I started going out with Doug, I was a bit awkward about the fact that his parents had had a you know, every six months had a dig around inside my mouth. <laughs> so I stopped going to the dentist so much. Oh. And, and yeah, Doug's dad did tell me off a couple of times and go, do you know, it's been two years since you've actually been <sighs> to a checkup and gave me a bit of a telling off about it. So, but I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm, I think I'm probably slightly under in, embarrassed. I should be more, I should be more conscious of my teeth in front of them. But I think because it's so difficult to get seen by a dentist in a mm-hmm. post-lockdown yeah. era, I don't know whether you found that, that oh, yeah. um, it's it's long wait lists and it's expensive if you want to go private and stuff, that mm-hmm. I think I'm probably a little bit overzealous with my <laughs> teeth around them. <laughs> I quite like them to have a look and just give me reassurance that everything's fine because I can't be bothered to sort out. I do, yeah, I do like that. I do think, mm. like, um, if you were to gather a kind of um, like a, a ten out of ten group of friends that aren't, you know, because you know, in my friends, they sort of do sort of, you know, lots of different kinds of jobs, but none of you know what I want is a doctor, yeah, a dentist, yeah. A hairdresser, 
um, a personal stylist oh, and an interior designer. I do, I do, I am friends with an interior designer, but I do remember when we were, when I was doing NCT classes, when I was pregnant with, um, first child, um, I remember that in that group of like nine women, mm-hmm. three of them, I think three of them, yes, three of them were, two were GPs and one was married to a GP. Um, and you could see them, you could see those three people looking at the rest of the assembled gathering of this motley crew of pregnant people and just mm-hmm. sort of going, oh God, here we go. And it's true. Oh, like, non, you know, non-medical types. The, the non-medical type, because <laughs> instantly you, you sidle up to the GP one and you want to be best friends so that you can text them at two o'clock in the morning and saying, why, oh, why yeah. is my child like this? And why, why, why does it feel like... My yes, mum's best friend's a, a doctor and she's my godmother as well. And it's so good. It's, oh. I tell you what it's really good for. This is awful. We may even have to cut this out because I don't know whether you're, whether <laughs> I'll be sued for saying this, but... It's when you, when various kind of medication doses, like they always say, obviously only take one every four hours or whatever it mm-hmm. is. Having Dr. Nikki, my mum's best friend around yeah. is great. Like if you've got awful hay fever, she's told me a couple of times to just bang about three antihistamines and don't, <gasps> don't worry about it. Oh, because they it's know. Fine, to cut that bit out, but she I'm knows gonna... what's safe. <laughs> no, it's fine. Obviously we're saying, only have what's recommended on the outside of the packet. If yeah. you do have a doctor friend who can tell you whether actually you probably can take more than mm-hmm. one antihistamine mm-hmm. a day if your nose mm-hmm. is absolutely streaming, so useful to have around. Use and abuse. Use, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or, and or chemists. I was yeah. talking to someone recently um, about... Uh, now, what was that for? And that was about a very lovely chemist. And I, I knew exactly the chemist she was talking about who was amazing when my GP was less so when I'd slipped a disc in my back oh. and I, I hobbled into uh, the chemists and, um, and, and gave them this prescription for a pain relief, which was just ludicrous. I mean, it was basically a couple of Half very, very, yeah, yeah, it was awful. And I remember him just very, very gently putting a hand on my shoulder and saying, why is this not for Tamazepam? And I said, I don't the magic know. Words. Burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, I I love that man very much. I know he's been very helpful recently to a friend. I think so. Um, we're not yeah. talking about running, Holly. We're not talking about running. No, but we are talking about medicine, about health, and about our bodies, which we are. is all part of the overall picture. Yeah. I, do you know? Actually, one thing in spe- speaking about the overall picture, and still not talking about running. Um. I was, I realized as I was running up the stairs to kind of start this episode off that um, one thing that might be worth talking about only from a very selfish point of view Mm. is periods again, Mm. bloody periods um, only because, well, actually because um, in our next episode um, I'm going to be talking to, or part of the episode anyway, I'm going to be talking to, um, a lovely woman, um, uh, a doctor, Dr. Nikki. Oh God, how do you pronounce her name? It's either Key Dr. or K. Dr. Nikki, not the Dr. same Nikki. as Do- no, my different God, Do- not my oh, godmother. Oh my God, can you measure the same one? Oh my that God. Would be um, no, Dr. <laughs> Nikki K. And uh, she works with, um, she works with a kind of hormonal mapping company 
and I had, um, I'll talk about this more next time, but um, basically I had to do a little kind of pinprick test, a little blood testing to figure mm. out what on earth was going on with with the whole Newman ovary system. Yeah. Um, and um, Which is to- how ovaries are kept track of across the world <laughs> indeed <laughs> the newman ovary system. system yes um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and um and she did i will talk about this again next week because um i don't know if you can imagine how slightly crestfallen my face might be when it, one of my ovaries at least was described as being sluggish Oh, oh no! You're not you're not sluggish. No, I have a shit it's, ovary. It's letting do. side down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, possibly two shit ovaries. I don't know which one. So is that here? I'm going to go sort of making up some science, and you can tell me whether I had. A, <laughs> I'll have a stab in the dark, and you can tell me whether it has anything to do with anything. <laughs> okay. If you have one sluggish ovary, yeah. does that make your periods longer? Because one, oh, no, no. I'm already having to backtrack because you don't. don't keep pinging out eggs on each side. I was thinking <laughs> if there's a delay between each one, but no, it takes it in turns, doesn't it? What? No, no, actually. Well, Am I on to something? You are you, you are, you are, you are. Because, um, <laughs> uh, so, well, I'll talk about it more. I, I'm kind of like, I will talk about it more next week. I wanted to talk about it this week because I do not have a sluggish ovary this month. Categorically do not. And so I am feeling absolutely rubbish i'm about six days off my predicted period start date and i or it might be it might it might take longer it might be one of those really long cycles because i ovulated about three or four days ago Mm. and as a result in the last two days i am wading through treacle i'm just finding everything really difficult honestly it's taken like i'm supposed to be commissioning the magazine and i normally take about two hours to do it i'm honestly i'm on the third day of very very slowly doing the other stuff but coming back to it it's just like oh my god everything is just taking ages anyway um yeah the 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 ovulating thing um in the podcast she will talk far more knowledgeably about this and i'm going to just randomly say some stuff that i believe to be true having Mm -hmm. had that one conversation with her thank god we do have doctors (laughs) that we do speak to and that appear on the podcast imagine (laughs) (laughs) i just don't listen to esther and i who are sort of um i imagine us as sort of like um well, maybe this is this is doing them down, but sort of mages mm. that are sort of trying to make science with like, oh, look, some sage and something yeah. that once I heard about uh, ovaries a <laughs> few years ago. <laughs> I mean, we we just don't, we basically don't have a clue. I mean, you've not had no. a period for about 16 years. I know, so and, who am you know, I to say anything? And I, I think my ovaries are up by my elbows. I don't have a oh. don't have a clue and so, one is sluggish and one is sluggish at least one if not both um oh. and and so so i one of the questions i asked her was like okay so you know i i'm fine with the fact that they're sluggish because they should be because i'm 48 and mm. that's what happens but um so why is it that i get longer crapper periods and shorter cycles and that was something to do with the sluggish ovaries yeah that the longer period so longer heavier periods were to do with the sluggish ovary pathetic ovaries or maybe the ovary takes a while to 
Oh, I don't bloody know. No, we don't know, do we? No, we don't no. know. But that does make sense. Sluggish equals yeah. slow equals you're probably going to be hanging around for a longer time. <sighs> <sighs> I mean, Put it I, together. Well, well the thing was, it's the, the sluggish ovary was not releasing an egg. That's what happened there. Oh, okay. And so, um, so when I did my test, I did not ovulate in the month that I took the test, which is really irritating because I looked at my period tracker and actually I had uh, the last time that had happened was probably about a year ago so it doesn't mm. it's not like every month or something every other month oh, so yeah. that's what I thought happened that yeah. it just, your ovaries took it in turns yeah well they well they they do yeah um but, but that they, one's obviously not always sluggish no yeah no so so well I don't well, I don't bloody know all but um mm. <laughs> but what it's it's kind of it's basically everything is sort of you know grinding to a halt it's basically what she didn't say but I inferred from that conversation but what I found interesting was that in the month where I did not ovulate which hasn't mm. happened very often I didn't get I clearly I didn't ovulate it meant that I didn't get that complete dip before my period in terms of mood and sort of physical that's very interesting yeah so I had a really nice month yeah and um we had this conversation about over this was just a couple of days ago that I had this, this chat with her and I just thought oh god this month is so hard and I I wonder if this might this is a question I forgot to ask her I wonder if if you've had a slug if you've had a month with where you haven't ovulated mm. does that mean that your next month is like double whammy horrific I, I feel like maybe, maybe like, you know, again, I feel like there's, I don't really understand. Oh, please write in anybody who's listening to us and going, oh my God, these idiot women. Like, we would love to know more. Yeah. But, and obviously we'll find out more next week with your, in fact, I don't know, cut that out next week. I don't know when the conversation is going to be, but, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, um, like if you would, if you're on the pill and you take two months in a row together yeah, and then the period you'd have when you did finally give yourself a break for me would be horrific. All bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe there is an element of like storing up. There's no science. There's no it. science. I don't I know. <laughs> I don't because get it at all. I, posited... a, it's a pattern. It's a pattern. Yeah, it, yeah. And I've posited that theory that you just said. I've said that before only to be met with, yes, but it's not a real period. And I'm so pleased I'm not on the pill anymore because I mm. spent my entire time on the pill going, it's not a real period, but it really looks and feels like one. Yeah. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah. So again, to back away from actual medicine and science. Yeah. Yeah. We're not scientists. We're just turns here. No. Yeah. Turns out on we discovered on this episode... <laughs> That we both need to go back and retake GCSE slash O-level biology. Do you know, I think my issue there was that I never did biology. I did, we had single and double science. Oh, yeah. At GCSE. And I got away with doing single science because I pleaded and pleaded to do geology, which my parents allowed me to do as an earth science Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yes, very cool. But it does mean that I, I can distinguish a sedimentary and a metamorphic rock, mm. but I don't know why the bleed that you have when you're on a pill is not a period. 
but I'm not sure they teach that. No, no, I don't think they really taught that either because they don't really teach you about women. We were talking about this in, um, I was talking about this the other day just with friends about um, uh, the kinds of education, you know, like sex education and puberty and all of those bits you talk about in PSHE when you're in primary Mm. school, secondary school, whenever the age is, and about the fact that we didn't have our session with the boys we were split off yeah and if I know as little as I know about periods and I am a person with a uterus mm. then god there's no I should stop being so cross at Doug for not understanding things yeah well you'd, you'd hope that no now hope. you'd hope that now that I mean I can understand why they'd split the class up in terms of comfort and ability to ask questions and stuff like that. But you would hope mm. that the same lesson was taking place in the other classroom with all the boys. It was definitely not. It was like we were talking about periods and they were talking about, I don't know, whatever boys wanking. do. Wanking. and <laughs> and having a lovely old time. <laughs> well, we were having a horrible oh time God. being told that I remember thinking 40 years of this. 40 mm. years of this that's what I was thinking the whole time oh my god do you know my overriding memory of those lessons is um is awfulness because well I, I well no I remember the period lady and stuff but what I I don't I can't remember I've, I've spoken about this on this podcast before we are so so I mean 22 minutes in Hall, I know and, we've not and here we go um but my overriding memory um, was so I was having these lessons probably when I was about 13 or 14. So that would have been um, 87, 86, 87. Um, and uh, I might have got all the dates. Right. I'll have to check on this afterwards. But what I clearly remember is sitting down in the school hall and having a lesson. And then at the end of it, the next lesson being trailed and the next lesson we were going to have was mm. about gay relationships. That was the next lesson we were going to have, right? <gasps> and then that's amazing. Oh yes, amazing. But then amazingly shit because oh, no. that is the week that clause twenty eight was signed off. Oh my god! So it immediately so, was so scrapped. immediately we did we, it was scrapped. So we had one bit of video. I remember it really clearly of seeing mm. two men walking along the road holding hands. And you could just see their backs as they were walking away from the screen. And I remember my classmates, you know, we're all from South East London. We were going, eh, that's awful. Oh, that's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was all to be followed up with a great big kind of question and answer, big session the following week. And it was scrapped. And we talked about something else like boobs or Oh, God. Something. So it ended up inciting the kind of like, exactly. everybody get riled up about this thing that, that is different for these yeah. kids. And then we'll never actually finish the conversation yeah. and teach you to be tolerant yeah. and yeah. and kind. Oh, yeah. good. So Thanks, the Maggie. harm, the harm <laughs> that that caused. Yeah. And I'm just talking about that very localized bit of harm. But I know it, that it, whole it, harm that that section 28 or whatever it was ugh. section clause. Yeah, yeah. Is, is is absolutely vile. dreadful. Vile. Absolutely dreadful. But anyway. I mean. Anyway, you're so right. Let's talk about running. Let's, Let's. talk about running. Let's How talk about running. has yours been? How has mine been? Um, Let's find out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Uh, shall I do mine first? You go for it. Okay. Um, I think mine has been going 
all right, actually. So um, I had, um, I did an 11 miler at the weekend. Oh, lovely. Took it very, very slowly. Um, And the difference being I would normally do it on a Sunday morning, nice and early. um, And I couldn't because my mum was staying and I ended up doing it after she left. So I did it at about half one in the afternoon when the kids were in gymnastics and mm-hmm. it went really well because by that stage I'd had one and a half meals um, and I was nice. fully awake and warmed up, you know. So I think there is something to be said for, you know, you set off early in the morning and you just have like half banana and you don't really warm up. You use your run to warm up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's fine. But there is yeah, it's definitely you know, an easier in, run mid of, yeah, middle of the day. I think in terms of practicality, it's fine. But I remember, I remember having that with the bath half that we actually did in person in 2020. Yeah, that I was used to running. It was still tough, but I was used to running like first thing when I woke up on a on a Sunday morning as well. Mm. And then it didn't start till it was is it 11 o'clock or something. Yeah, it's quite late. Yeah. It was quite late, and I remember feeling like I had a lot more energy. I mean, the end is always going to be the the grim and bitter end, isn't it? It is. But, it is. But at least for that first kind of like seven, eight miles, I felt a lot stronger than I feel like I usually. It could have been adrenaline, but maybe yeah. it was because a bit later in the day, a bit more awake. Yeah, a little bit more food. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, yeah, it's all that. And so I think, and also I've found. Um, so I run about, generally speaking, I do about four runs a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have, and they're usually quite, you know, the other ones are usually sort of three or four miles. And I'm trying to make one of them more like five or six, so the, mm-hmm. sort of the Friday morning one, um, just to kind of push it up a bit mileage wise. But I have to admit, and I, I don't know if this is something to do with um, bloody sluggish ovaries or whatever. Um but the last couple of weeks, I cannot be asked to do any technical running. I just can't be. Asked. Sometimes I have leapt out of bed, sort of not. I don't really leap out of bed, but I have sometimes got out of bed and thought, actually, yeah, like, come on, let's do the hills. And that'd be great. Um, and that tends to be the only technical run I do. I can't quite do tempo because I just don't have enough flat area to do it on. Yeah. And and if I do, like the canal path, I just want to plod. Um so yeah, last couple of weeks I have resisted completely any technical running and I have to say I've really enjoyed myself. Good. It's been nice. You know, I think if you're really going for I want to be peak physical fitness and get an amazing PB, mm. then I'm sure you various people who we know and love would say wh- where what's happening to your your tempo runs and hill yeah. sprints and whatever else but I feel like may- maybe I'm getting I'm, I'm sort of old wise holes now that I've had COVID uh. post-COVID me I'd say <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like if that meant that you had a good week of running and it meant you get got out and ran four times and you loved it yeah yeah that's surely that's nothing but a win I think I think so and it does mean that I have I still am very much in love with running Mm-hmm. And I feel quite strong with it. I've, I've, I've felt some little twinges around the old knees, but nothing concerning as yet. And I think right now I want to get onto that start line at Berlin feeling well and mm-hmm. kind of, I want to feel rested. I want to feel strong and I don't want to have any kind of twinges and stuff. And um, my hips have really subsided. Good. Um, not physically. Yeah. The pe- I mean, mm-hmm. um, the bas- so, bursitis. 
Yeah, I, yeah, it's still there. I can still feel it a little bit, but it's so minimal, so minimal. Yeah. Um, so I think that's kind of on its way out. And I think if I Good. do tempo runs, it, it exacerbates it. So that if if my leg goes through a, a, a kind of a bigger range of motion, I think that's something mm. that kind of sets it off. So, so I am I'm still really worried about Berlin because of my recent experience at Brighton where I just think, uh, I don't know the terrain. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the, the undulations, you know? Um, oh God. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it is a nice flat one. Yeah. I think it is. I we'll think, have to oh, get yeah. Kate if she's listening to reassure us, but yeah. I think it's a nice flat one. It was lovely to get that email from her over the weekend, wasn't it? It to, was. To remind been, us. Honestly, I feel oh. like she's kept me sane with, I, I think yeah. I would have genuinely privately not privately I'm saying on a podcast but um in my private thoughts I suppose I have been have having a few sleepless nights and kind of lying awake thinking about Berlin and I really think Mm. I would have called you in a mess and said I don't think I can do it yeah if it weren't for the emails that Kate sent us over the last couple of weeks who's organizing our trip for us and how reassuring she's been and just the reminder that like you know I've done it before it's I could even if I walked the whole thing I could get it done and exactly. that it's about having a nice experience yeah and yeah, if that think, means that you're feeling as well that your hip is hips are better as a yeah. result of just doing some fun plods rather than mm. intense tempo stuff then I feel like there's a message somewhere in this there for is, all of us. There is, yeah. and it, it is. <laughs> do you know one thing that has really helped? Right, so is that with Brighton, I was very much not getting a PB. So that my Brighton one was ten minutes slower than the virtual half that we did last year. So that yeah. which was my PB. So ten minutes mm-hmm. slower than that. But you had um, horrible headwind for three but miles. I had a horrible at the headwind. End. Yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't count for all of it, but it does count for some of it. Um, but I. Th- but I was quite, um, you know, I wasn't upset by that. I, I felt like, well, I've done it. So it's still a massive achievement. I was yeah. really pleased with myself. Um, but what really helps there is that I'm not going to Berlin with a number of times in my head that have increasingly got lower and lower and lower. So I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not going to Berlin thinking I have got to get sub two. I'm going to Berlin yeah. thinking I've got to get round. Um, so I'm not, I'm categorically not aiming for sub two in Berlin. Um, I, I, nice. yeah, I've, I've wiped that completely yeah. off. Enjoy. I think, yeah, Berlin is my one that I'm going to see what happens if I do a half marathon after mm. not running in the midst of that half marathon training for like three, two, three weeks or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, and if I can still enjoy it and have a nice time. Um, and then I think Bath is going to be my, my slightly, I, maybe, maybe I won't even approach that one with a time, but mm. I think two hours 30 is something that I'd like to, I'd like to reassure myself that I can do again. Yeah. Yeah. Is all. Yeah. And I think, after I mean, not I, being able to do that for a couple of years after 2020. Yeah, half. Because of 2020. Yeah. But I, th- yeah. I mean, I do think that, um, it's kind of the point of this trip, isn't it? It's like, um, it's with Sports Tours International and it's kind of the point that you're, that, that we could, that, that all runners can, if they want to, um, you know, train for a half marathon, but view it as, view it as a city break, as part of a city break. Yeah. And actually a really amazing way to see 
parts of an amazing city like Berlin or Paris or yeah, you know, wherever. definitely. Um, if you if you went on a on a, a dog keeps reminding me this whenever I get nervous about it that mm. um, if we've done a you know city break holiday before, I've definitely walked a half marathon length around a city in in the course of a day. Oh my god! Just yeah, by, of course. Yeah, just because I want to take in all the sights and you know do yeah. as much pack as much into my day as I can mm-hmm. and. I think, uh, so to tell you about mine, I'm also yes. feeling more excited about this generally because mm. I think I did uh, my I did my forced jeffing on Sunday. <gasps> forced jeffing. Forced jeffing. I went with Lex <laughs> and it was actually, it worked really well because she was incredibly hungover as well. <sighs> so I had to force myself to go slowly and she was very hungover. Mm-hmm. So it was quite a good a good combination where I think because she wasn't feeling tip top yeah it it was I had a reason to go right maybe we should walk for a bit maybe we should mm-hmm. um and I didn't feel quite so I think it's much more difficult when you're on your own to oh god do yeah that jeffing thing yeah and, and you um, do feel you feel like people will look at you in some way if you're yeah, walking yeah and that walking they're gonna judge you gear. for stopping yeah but, but we had our watches and we were going right we've got po- 0.2 miles before we need to start running again or we've got you know 0.7 of a mile until we can stop and start walking again mm-hmm. and Doing that and having each other felt, I didn't feel embarrassed at all. I just felt like we're doing what we need to do. We so also what, strategically did it. We did yeah. five miles yeah. and we strategically plotted it out so that we ended up at coffee number one and we had a large nice. croissant and a smoothie <laughs> when we got there. <gasps> Lovely. Which was so nice. So it was, so, it was joyous. But talk, talk me through the technique. How, how much mm. were you running and how much were you walking? So we did one mile on, mm. then we'd walk for up to half a mile. So if we felt we really were getting a bit like bit bit fed up with how long it was taking us, we would maybe start just before we reached that half mile. But for the mm-hmm. first couple, we managed to keep it fully. So we were walking the half mile, which mm-hmm. was probably about sort of five minutes, 10 minutes walking between yep. five and 10 minutes walking. Um, and um walking quite quickly um yeah and then a mile on and it was I mean it was it was absolutely fine I think I probably would cut my walking down and push the running up slightly on the day of the half depending that Mm -hmm. was obviously only five rather than 13 miles but um I did I I just I just felt I felt really comfortable it felt really comfortable and um yeah, I really enjoyed it, and so I you, didn't. You're feel... going to do the same again this weekend? Yeah, I mean, I think may- maybe I'll try pushing it up. I reckon once I've done sort of seven or eight, I'll feel mm. really confident. So my, my midweek runs, this was mm. probably not the best thing to be doing, but because I've now got in my mind that we need to start also training for the bath half. Yeah. <laughs> for my midweek runs, I'm doing. Um, the runs that I should be doing to coincide with the half training. So right. it's two, like, I think it's two, 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 two milers, two, two, two milers. And so I think I'm just going to stick to those short runs, not push myself too much in the week, stick to those runs that would be, you know, on course for the bath half training plan yeah. in the week. And then I reckon this week, if it's not too much of a mega step up, I might go to seven maybe eight if I can if I'm jeffing yeah and then I think I feel 
quite confident because then it'll just be another five to go if I was yeah. done eight and I did five on Sunday and I it was absolutely fine I had a, a lovely time so I think that's um, perfect I think seven yeah. or eight because I think you can I mean I may be I the think... last person they I may be oh God, you're not having be. to tell everybody the story of how the the um street cleaners were <laughs> sweeping you up on the way at my ankles yeah but I... <laughs> that's never gonna happen I think um yeah, I think I think that's also another massive benefit of Jeffing, isn't it? Is that you? I I think you can sensibly increase your distance um, by a sort of bigger margin than you would if you were running. So, like if you were if you were running and not Jeffing, if you would if you'd done five miles, then the sensible approach would be to add just ten percent to that. Yeah, it, it, for for your longer run. But because you are having the walk breaks, it does really minimise injury. Yeah. So I think you can kind of add. Oh, that is yeah. the other thing that I was going to say as well. Yeah, is that my hip? Similarly, I I was copying you, um, mm. and yes, you were. I was just a shameless <laughs> copycat. That I was having the similar a similar thing in my it's my right hip only for some reason. Uh-huh. Don't haven't felt it in my left before. Um, that was really starting to give me a little bit of grief when I was doing like five or six, seven miles, whatever it was before yeah. I got COVID. Yeah. I think it was only six. I think I only went up to six. Um, but still even at six, it was, it was, it was really giving me a bit of grief when mm. in previous training kind of periods, I've it's only really started to kick off at about 10 miles, that hip thing. Yeah. But it was giving me grief at some kind of quite middle distances and um yeah absolutely nothing from the jeff run or since yeah it's been fine i haven't i haven't noticed it at all um because even after my run for ukraine that was two and a bit miles yeah and it was not only was it sore on the run but like it was sore for like 48 hours afterwards oh and really the difference in that which i ran the whole thing i, I obviously ran over twice the distance but yeah. with those short walk breaks in between yeah also i highly recommend i'm sure that some people probably think that half a mile is quite a long time to be walking and i did find it it did drag towards Mm. the end when i just wanted to get the run done but it was actually so nice the maths was lovely yeah because doing it in chunks like that rather than doing it in minutes was like half a mile off Mm. a mile on before you know it you've done like three miles and yeah like it's and and you you're running more than more than half of it but it feels yeah. like it feels like a 50-50 because of the I guess the time is, is probably the time like is 50/50. broadly similar yeah yeah, yeah that, I, I yeah. think it's yeah I mean you do whatever works kind of thing yeah, yeah I love that work really nicely yeah that's yeah. how oh, I use so satisfying with maths and it's I didn't so nice. feel like oh I'm not a runner I'm crap because I'm walking bits of this at all at yeah. all that's well that's I yeah well obviously it's working for you so you carry on doing that i mean yeah the mass thing that's that's how i use gels and nutrition and that works really really well for me yeah i need to write a note down because i need to buy some more um while you're doing that i'm going yeah. to do a, a reach back for my um she is you know for my plugger pluggeroonie you know that i pluggeroonie? mean she needs a pluggeroonie no, i don't know what she's talking about honestly she just makes up words Sorry, I am talking bollocks. Can you hear me? You're still are. talking bollocks. Oh, yeah, Not. just about, yeah. Do you mean your charging cable? Yes, I do. Uh. I've been ch- I, I have to confess it was actually charging my Nintendo Switch so I could play Animal Crossing last night. <laughs> <laughs> like a grown-up. Okay, anyway, I'm back. <laughs> right, I tell you what, 
um i think oh, yeah animal, animal crossing it's i wanted a good to segue into to, well yeah. so we were going to talk about so so last the last couple of episodes we've talked about running hates uh and we've had some really funny emails in which honestly made me laugh out loud um so we wanted to share them and just as a quick recap of mine and holly's running hates we hate all people all animals mm. buildings um <laughs> I mean, basically, basically everything right yeah. um yeah i think it was it was pretty much everything uh so um yeah we asked we asked you guys if you um if you also had any hates or whether we were just the only ones that hated the world uh Anyway, we're, we're not, not the only ones. We're not the only ones. <laughs> and they're so <laughs> funny. So let's let's take them in turn. Um if that's all right. Do you have them there, Hol? Can you yeah, see I've them? I've got them in front. Shall I shall I kick off with one? Go for it. Right. This one's from Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> um and I completely agree with this one. I totally agree with this one. Yeah. So she said, great episode this week. Just a line to say that I hate it when you are doing a 5K run, such as the park run, and some people run it really fast, say in like 15 minutes, finish the 5K, and run back down the same route past you whilst you're still enjoying a lovely, gentle 5K and start clapping you, yeah. saying, you can do it, keep going. I Yes. Oh, I just feel like they're saying, look at me. I'm so good and fast and I'm running back just to show you I can. Maybe I like doing it slowly and I already know I can do it. A hundred percent with her yes. on that one. Also, she says quite fairly later on in the email, yeah. if you want to do a 10K, just carry on. Why are you doing the 5K route again? I think it really is. There's only, the only answer to it is ego. Yeah. Just and go and do it elsewhere. Why are you going back over yeah. awful? <laughs> that was that really, really uh, a so long way. It's so funny because it really, really chimed with me that mm-hmm. I know in the spirit of park run that 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 is that is the spirit of you know, you're supposed to be kind of encouraging everybody to to kind of do their park run and and um and I know that as a as a park runner i should appreciate their encouragement but it really gets on my doodars i can't bear yeah. that either the slow hand clap it feels so patronizing it does feel so patronizing and when you are we've talked many times about not liking to do things we're shit at yeah i think the way past that is to realize that that's all a stupid social construct and you should be able to do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But, but a slow clap is just a real reminder, isn't, isn't it? it? A, a slow I, clap you are, by there an is such thing as man. you being bad and me yeah. being good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, a slow clap by an athletic man, please. Athletic man no. In a singlet while you're huffing yeah. down to the finish line. With, Whoever it is, Harriers on it. It is Shut a Harrier. Up. It's always a Harrier. It's a Harrier. <laughs> wankers. Total wankers. Sorry, Harriers. Now we've added them to the list. <laughs> but 100% agree with that one I from Rachel. 100% agree with that one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all bastards. Um, now, so then, right, okay, so I'll read Lindsay's. Um, okay, you go for it. Okay, so Lindsay, <laughs> bless her. What? <laughs> and this this is bad because she she. I mean, we hate everyone, but she hates me. Um, she doesn't say <gasps> she hates me. I hate so, Esther Newman. 
<laughs> which actually following on from these podcasts, I think someone should say, because I'm just so obviously full of hate. So she's got a couple of things that really, she really hates. So number one, she says, fellow runners who wear all black when out running. So yeah, I did think me. of you actually. Yeah, I thought yep. of you when I read this one. <laughs> that's me. That's my ninja outfit. Totally. Mm-hmm. She says um, it just gives us all a bad name. I'm the bright. Uh, I'm that bright and vibrant runner. When she goes running, even in the daylight, I feel like I'm a running Christmas tree. These runners Love who that. wear all black may look much nicer than I do, but they will end up being the best looking runners in the morgue. <laughs> oh, she's. It's a, it's it's pure facts. It's pure facts. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be the best looking runner in the morgue. So I think that's fine. Or she says, best case, laid up on the injury bench for months or unable to run again. I think she's... What, her, is she referring to being hit by uh, things yeah. who can't see you? Yeah. 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 I, d- I don't think that you're more susceptible to injury if you wear all black. But no. I can see her point. radiate but... death. <laughs> <laughs> be what it was (laughs) so I think yeah I think it's because yeah as a ninja weaving in and out of the shadows you might be more likely to be struck by a car um yeah she's very very right that it is a it is it's a good idea that we all forget I Mm. am much more of a Lindsay personally and I like to yeah I do like to go with wild I've got some Lucy Lockett loves leggings at the moment that are the that I never ever thought that I'd be the kind of person who would who would wear them, but oh my oh. god, I'm obsessed. They've got sunflowers, they've got <laughs> wild, they've got daisies, they, and I absolutely love them. And I, I am with Lindsay on that. I probably look like a Christmas tree, but <laughs> I think that's lovely. I, I, love I have it. very um, uh, frequent conversations with um, both Lucy Lockett Loves and Flancy, both companies. I adore they are really really lovely but flancy in particularly um the you one that i speak to go. Today, they do have they you do. met holly or yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they constantly like i saw them at the national running show and they were like right how are we going to get you out of those black leggings <laughs> you know? I'm like i'm really sorry um anyway so but Esther's yeah. a very cool type just for the I'm listener not. she's a doc martin's gal she's a <laughs> it all suits her character <laughs> it suits my character but <laughs> essentially um if i'm listening to Lindsay, which i am i am about to be in the morgue in the morgue um and and her second her second bugbear was, <laughs> was um a big one she says for her is at park run when someone runs in close proximity behind you for the entire run i can tell she's really furious here and then in the last 100 meters sprints past you to the finish at park run i run at my full pace as i believe you shouldn't have anything left in the tanks to do a sprint finish like you would at a race it annoys me that they use me as their pacer instead of running oh. their own race for themselves after all okay. that what run is for oh so Lindsay God. hates you and now Lindsay hates me <laughs> i probably do that, that? <gasps> well remember i did remember i went wild and did a sprint finish when we did park run together you did yeah <laughs> i think i do I think I do end up having having some left in the tank and it is probably because some person has has some unwitting person has slightly been my pacer. I should <sighs> I, I, I I will watch that, Lindsay. Because I would find that really, really irritating if it was the other way around. Yeah, really, completely. I have totally been taken over. I'm like I do I do um allow myself to sit in someone else's slipstream 
um because mm. it kind of you, you know you just sort of think oh god no actually i can i can hold this pace that's that's nice you can just so switch I, off a bit yeah and you can just look at their trainers in front of exactly. you and then so i, I do enjoy that and mm-hmm. i don't i don't think i've ever done a sprint finish but i've i have had people sprinting past me particularly men yeah particularly men um not not harriers because of the pace that I'm doing it at, but particularly men who are like, oh crap, there's a woman in front of me, must get in front of her. And yeah. I just sort of, in Maybe my head, I'm like, there do are the hundred people in front of you. You know, yeah. I'm just one of them. Maybe that's why I do the sprint. Maybe it comes from some sort of school cross country trauma that makes me like. Because we always used to, nobody could see you running the cross country route. I mean, very similar no. to any race, but as, and, mm. and particularly like park run or something where you're off running and you're in the woods and you're in the rugby pitch or whatever, and nobody knows what, nobody mm-hmm. can see you really. Yeah. Um, and then everybody in the school would kind of line the finish line, clapping and and getting excited. And I think, I think that maybe that sprint finish thing for me comes from a bit of childhood trauma of thinking. Oh, must, look, a, must look, must look and, in and front amazing. of whichever dweeby boy it is that I fancy. <laughs> like I've sprinted this whole thing, and yeah. therefore I'm a a very um su- suitable partner. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about, but, but you know what? Don't I you mean? think it's stupid because you're like clearly based on the time that one is finishing parkrun, you did not run no. parkrun at that pace all the way round. No. no one is going to believe that you were kicking your heels up quite so far no and, why and was yet- i pretending oh look izzy morris she was always the person who finished <laughs> half an hour ahead of me i was doing the same pace as her the whole time i, d- I don't know what happened i was i must, maybe must have been did, some sort did, of a wormhole <laughs> perhaps i did two, two laps Two laps. Yeah, um, perhaps Izzy Morris <laughs> waited behind the cricket pavilion while everybody else was doing the second lap and then just joined in at the end. Yeah, exactly. D- so did used yeah. to, to do that. Sometimes. Did used to do that. Yeah, maybe yeah. go and have a fag. Have behind a the fag. cricket pavilion. Yeah, yeah. while well, while everybody else did lap two, and then you would join it then go. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, lucky. <laughs> And now look at us. <laughs> now look at us. Yeah, just uh, amazing athletic specimens. Um, we've, so, we've got one more. We have got one more. Yes. Shall I, oh, shall I read you our final? Um, I want you to read the final one. I want you to read that final paragraph because, yes, Vicky in Devon, yes, yeah. you are one of us. What's, what does she say? Here she comes. So the particular <laughs> bit that stands out here that Esther it is, of course, a you know in much agreement with and i think we kind of have discovered here so are probably a lot of you listening yeah random dogs that follow you yes random dogs random dogs that follow you <laughs> so she does go on to explain mm. that like me vicky is a huge dog lover and has a dog herself mm. but when you're running the last thing you need is a dog getting excited that starts following you or just going right in front of you i tell you what i think that we go on to talk about this. We talked about mm. the dog that went to try and bite my bike. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe that yeah. was in an episode that Vicky yeah. probably hadn't listened to by the time. So I hope she has a moment of solidarity with us when she listens I to that. I hope she does. Um, there's this awkward moment where you want to stop, but the dog is not responding to the owner to come back. 
oh, sorry, where you don't want to stop, but the dog isn't responding. Yeah, hang on. She, long... she, she says there, the dog mm. is not responding to the owner to come back. But I have been in plenty of cases where the owner, where the the owner, owner isn't is even not... asking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. And no, no. And <laughs> she, chip in. And she, and she, I know this is your topic. I know, Delius. And then she's saying, how long will this dog run with me? Oh, yeah. What we all ask in that yeah. scenario. Yeah. Do I need to stop the owner to come and grab it, but I don't want to stop? All of that. All of those things. Of, yeah. Yes, thought process is, is what's yes. going on. Yeah. We are, we are, yeah, a totally, yeah, it's all of that, isn't it? Dogs either on a lead, which is too long, or not on a lead and, yeah. and is a trip hazard, particularly the little the little bitey yappy ones yeah um, oh, confirmed gosh. as well we were talking about this in our um just in our meeting our team meeting on monday mm. and kate our kate who has been yeah. on the podcast before yeah um she has a dog who is the most lovely dog i've ever laid eyes on and she herself said i hate dogs on runs including my own dog and Kate is the biggest dog lover and has the most gorgeous dog you could ever possibly imagine so yeah. if there is anybody out there who does think that we're evil you know get over it yeah <laughs> yeah and 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 but I can combine two of these complaints as well because mm. People that run with their dogs at Park Run can also go into Room 101, as far as I'm concerned. Firstly, I've spoken to like a dog whisperer. I don't actually know what she is, but she's she's someone that's had to look after a lot of dogs post mm. post COVID, where like loads of people have um, you know bought dogs, and then the, those poor dogs because they've not been socialised properly, not f- through no fault of the owners. Um, a bit because of, of lockdown and stuff yeah um, they are socially anxious and so this woman's been kind of uh really busy kind of i don't know kind of sorting these dogs out and things but she is very very anti running with dogs and mm. that's, that would be an interesting thing we i think we need to get a canny cross runner let's on. get someone who loves canny cross because yes yeah, similarly yeah. i tried running running with my family dog once and it was one of the least enjoyable. I don't, even, to be perfectly honest, I'm going to say it. Mm. I don't like walking the dog. <laughs> I don't even like walking the dog. I do it because otherwise I'd feel really unfair to her when I go home mm. and visit her. I, of course, take her for walks. But you have this image, don't you, before you actually meet a dog mm. of, oh, I'm going to get out all the time and have lovely dog walks. I'm going to go for a run with my dog. Yeah. Dogs, for the most part, unless you have a brilliantly trained dog, which let's mm. be honest, yeah, especially after lockdown, there's not a lot of dogs. Poppy is an absolute nightmare. She gets under your feet. She pulls <laughs> you. She stops you because she's smelling things. Yeah. Not good to run with at all. And even on a walk, super annoying. She does that when you're walking along. But if you release her, you never see her again. Yeah. So it's <laughs> she's an, a nightmare. And I love dogs for cuddles. I love them for playing games. Yeah. But... But walks and runs with dogs are more of a chore than I think I anticipated when I desperately was begging my parents yeah, for a dog as a child. I think, yeah, that you're, you know, that's absolutely right. That kind of the dog walking thing, I've I've witnessed that before, and I've been with friends with their dogs, and it's the same. Mm. You know, you're it, like going for a walk isn't the kind of sort of slight heart rate raising. Um, perandial that you're kind of hoping you know no, you're, it's, it's not, not this good of... for your mental health in my opinion it's very poor for mine 
It's not the lovely mindful activity no, I you're, thought it was going to be. You're picking up poo. You know, you're waiting for that dog to investigate another dog's ass. You're, yeah, you're worried. What if I let if I let the dog off? I might never see it again. It might. Uh, oh my god, so many stressful so walks many. of just yeah. being so embarrassed with my whole family going, Poppy! <laughs> oh my god, and everybody looking at us and going, uh, all Poppy running into people's gardens, chasing their cats <sighs> up trees. But also equally, if you don't let her off, she's going to be an absolute nightmare and just pull the whole time. So yeah. maybe I just oh. have a very badly trained dog. But oh, get a cat! Also, get a cat. <laughs> maybe we're maybe we're all coming round to Esther's way of thinking here. <laughs> dogs could dogs be suck. in danger of going in room one hundred and one, and I love them. I know. I keep on saying it's dog owners. It's dog owners in my head. I'm like, it's dogs. It's dogs. Yeah. <laughs> It is done. They do suck. They do. They totally suck. Then <laughs> <laughs> oh. we're going to just see the listener figures bomb. I know. <laughs> I do genuinely love dogs. I'm a borrow my doggy paying member. I love dogs a huge amount, but oh. they running and dogs personally not for me. Yeah. Personally not for Esther and clearly mm. not for Vicky and no. we're on her side. And, but but I think the thing is, I, I <laughs> reading these emails, I have to say, and I know that this podcast is not just for me or whatever. Well, not really, but these emails made my day. They yeah. really, I thought it was the funniest thing. I love that. I love the, like the podcast one, the podcast one, the park run one with, um, with getting irritated, uh, Rachel's one where she was getting irritated about people slow clapping her after they'd done theirs in fifteen minutes. I yeah, was that's like, such oh an my image. God, oh my god, I'm so with you. Yeah, um, yeah. There's absolutely no need for them to follow the same route, wearing their tiny Just shorts, go on. showing their quads. Most, Just yeah. go oh, off. God, go yeah. on. Most park runs are in like national trust places, big yeah. old fields. Get some get some initiative yeah. and go and find a different bit. Yeah. Oh God. Don't all people me. Especially who... not when I'm huffing and having a bad time. And they sort of look at you in a kind of, you know, head cocked to one side. Oh, look at oh, her. Dear. Yeah. Oh, oh little dear yeah. plodding away. I've I've just I'm sorry, I've got one more beef now. I've Do. just remembered with, with similar thing. Yeah. Right. I'm not slagging you off if you like to. Um, it's not about the distance. If you want to do a 10K on your Saturday morning, all power to you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But is there a need to coincide it with Parkrun anyway? Can't you just go and do it? Like yeah. the people, it was just reminding me of the people who run to Parkrun. Oh, Our yeah. park runs up a hill. Yeah. And when we went together and we were driving up the hill. Yeah. I wasn't looking, I'm afraid. Usually I always look at runners and I go, go on, well done, absolute legend. Uh But when we were looking at these runners run up the hill while we were driving up to the park run start, we were like, fuck off. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's true though. It was a bit true. It was like, if you're going to come to park run, come and get involved and make it, make it, yeah, I mean, make it part of the run if you want to. It's just... I feel like Parkrun is a 5k and the point is it's not a race and it's not and it's it's just a a, a nice community activity and running to the start line makes me feel like it's a race yes uh 
Yeah, I well, uh, are we going to capture cut this bit out? No, because what <laughs> makes me think what this makes me think of is the times that I've seen people cycling or running home after longer distances, after half marathons and marathons. Uh, sign I up know. for a marathon then, if you've got if Billy Big Bollocks. Yeah, well, actually, they did. They did. I saw <laughs> oh, it. Oh God! Was, I know. I was <laughs> staying with my dad in London when it was the London Marathon, so you know October, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't do it because I'd had that little injury thing that had set me back massively. And we watched it all on the telly, and then we were going home, so we got in the car and went. And he lives uh, sort of Kingstony way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the amount of people that we saw wearing um, their, their numbers. And, you know, little numbers, yeah. Yeah. And they were running very slowly home or cycling home. Or, and it's just like, just stop, just stop. You can stop now. No, Shh. there's one place Maybe. where you should be after a marathon. And it's, well, okay, there's a couple. Bath. Yeah. Bath. Yeah. Pub. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Or at least, you know... Buy a chair. I mean, but just yeah. stop, stop moving. Just stop it. Get someone. I mean, maybe these are poor people who don't have anyone to come and pick them up. But get the tube then. I think oh, the tube God. is free for London marathon runners. It, I think it used to be in the olden days. So it's like, just get on the bloody. Just stop it. Yeah, I'm actually really annoyed about this. This, is, a new, this is officially <laughs> a new beef with runners that we've got. Mm-hmm. It's we're continuing the conversation we clearly. Are. It's been about three episodes long now. Yeah, I know. Another bunch of runners that yeah that do our head in. Give or, us, give us or, some more. Yeah. I want more irritations because there must be more than this. And also, I am fully aware of the massive hypocrisy in that the last time I did a ten k, I did run home from it, but I covered up my uh. number so I didn't look like an idiot. Okay, it it's all about that pub. It's all about that perception. Well, two things. <laughs> One thing, I was eating a double decker, so fine. Yeah, there we go. Fine. And number two, covered up my number so I didn't look like a total balance. Ass. Yes. Yeah, balance. Yeah. You yeah. could have been just having a run, and yeah, I think I it think, is. Yeah. I, I was. I, I. I think actually, I do kind of take back what I said I think it literally quite is about perception isn't it it's Mm -hmm. like it's it's about making how other people might feel and if other people are looking at you and you've got your number on and you're running home it's going to make them be like bloody hell I feel really chuffed for myself for doing that 10k but I'm obviously not as good as Esther over here who's running home as well (laughs) but if you've got your if you cover up your number and you're going I'm just a, a woman having a nice run I don't know what you mean you've seen me before yeah So what I was doing was I was minimizing my smugness, wasn't I? So yeah, I was kind of that's it. Like, You're not going look at me with my no. big old race number on. Mm-hmm. It, oh, 10k just isn't enough for me. <laughs> oh, I I must have more running mm-hmm. than yeah. You're 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 that could be you're just trying to get from A to B. Yes. So exactly. people who show off by running yeah. home. Yeah, show offs. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. They can bugger yeah. off. Yeah. I love, like that. I love it. I love no. We're so we're just nice, supportive, and kind people in the running community. And welcome to the inclusive running community where we love everybody, everybody. and we support every runner. 
Even those who go to half marathons and run home again. uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Including. (laughs) Including. Including. (laughs) Not apart from. Including. 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 Please let us know if you are someone who runs home from half marathons and if you've got a bloody good reason for it. (gasps) Yes, please. Come on. We want to hear. To be fair, it's usually marathon training, isn't it? So, because I remember being told to do that for the bath half that I had, I had to, I had to run there and run back again because it was part of my marathon training that I should have been doing. I don't, I can't remember, like seventeen miles that day, um, and thirteen just wasn't enough. Oh um, God! Yeah, I know, I know. I didn't in the event actually. I think partly no. because I knew that I just looked like a bell end. So it's like I'm not doing that because it's just going to annoy people, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just everybody be a bit more considerate for how it feels if you're a crap runner and everybody's running to and from these events yeah hide your number hide your number don't swing your medal around just pretend that you're doing a different run yeah think of poor old me who's not even going to be able to run the full length of the half marathon Mm. and sort yourself out and don't run to and from it (laughs) yeah don't clap us slowly no no, don't (laughs) clap us slowly especially in a Cheltenham Harriers singlet (laughs) (laughs) bloody singlets (laughs) my cousin is actually in the Cheltenham Harriers I hope you didn't hear me say that oh shit (laughs) but I mean he's the ultimate one of those if he gave me a slow clap I'd punch him in the face (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. For just £2 a month, you can become one of our first supporters on Patreon. For the price of a coffee, you'll have our undying adoration and a couple of exclusive perks too. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running and join our gang. Happy running. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.